Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Oh, my goodness. You guys have been talking about the crime and the cops that were shot. Five already this year. I mean, can you believe it? Five cops already have been shot. One of the one of the cops that got shot, if you remember, in the Bronx, he was uh, fighting with a kid, a 16-year-old kid. And it turns out that kid was a, is a rapper. And he already got some sort of advance from his record deal. And now he wants to use that money from his record deal to get to get out of jail because they actually finally held him on a cash bond. Because when he was arrested uh, two years before for having an illegal gun, he was treated as a juvenile and he was just simply let out back on, out on the street. So this is what's happening. You can be caught with an illegal gun and they're just kind of letting you back out. And then they're wondering, the cops are wondering, Mayor Eric Adams are wondering, well, the cops aren't, but Mayor Eric Adams is like, hey, we're taking thousands of guns off the street. And for every five we take off, uh, every, we we're noticing for every one gun we take off the street, for every one, we're finding five more are still out there because it's not technically the guns. It's the people that are carrying the guns and they've always been out there. They're always going to come in. It's almost impossible to stop it. What you need to do is to put people in jail. But Mayor Eric Adams, he did make a very uh, salient point the other day when he said said the following about getting to the root cause of the problem about why we're seeing crime surging all across the city. Take a listen. We have to deal with the institutional problems. We have failed to educate black and brown children in the city of New York, if not this entire country. And we put in a new plan in our subway system that's going to increase mental health professionals and at the same time have my law enforcement personnel there deployed properly. That makes a lot of sense, uh, Lydia, a lot of sense. Finally hearing something uh and, and, and to your point earlier about, first of all, he he doesn't know for every gun you take uh, off the street, yeah, five are coming out. There's no way to document that. He just right. made that up out of, out of thin air. But either way, uh, the, the the influx of guns, the guns are here. But what you just said is the, the, the crux of the problem. Somebody's pulling those triggers. It's not the, the guns are not shooting off themselves. Somebody's pulling the trigger. And who is it? Why are they doing it? And I think Eric Adams just addressed it uh, uh, slightly in that yeah. uh, clip you just played. He did. He did. Because think about it. Why are these kids resorting to gang life? Why are they resorting to drugs? Because they don't want to work in McDonald's. They don't want to work minimum well, wage. They don't want to fa- be loose. We fail we them. them. Our schools right. fail them. Yes, our, absolutely. $30,000 a year we spend on each kid. And, and a lot of them can't even read. They can't pass a simple English, any kind of other exam. It's embarrassing. And it goes deeper than that. It is the uh, the government. It is the welfare state that has failed the black family. It is the reason why there are a, a, a lack of uh, a, a scarcity of dads in the black family. And that leads to this. You need a strong father figure. You need a full nuclear family if you're going to have a half a chance to succeed in this world. And in the black community, sadly, sadly, they don't have that. And that has to do with big government, 
has to do with, uh, again, our failing schools and our stupid woke cu- curriculum and it's, it's this emphasis they put on self-esteem and math is racist that, uh, you know, I mean, give me a break. Math is racist. What, what you're saying is that blacks are not capable of doing math. Is that what you're telling me? They've been doing math forever. Don't start that crap. And they have no chance then. So the, all these things lead to, uh, well, what we're having today, people in the streets because they don't have skills, the schools have failed them, and those, those are the people that are pulling the triggers. We need to address that problem. That is the root cause, as you pointed out, Lydia. Absolutely. Education is the greatest equalizer. And kids, they thrive on structure. I have a family friend and she was debating whether or not to, she lives in the city. She was debating whether or not to send her kids to the public school system. And I said, you know, you just, just send them to the Catholic school. She's like, no, he wants to go to the public school, this and that, whatever. Her kid completely transformed in a bad way because the public school didn't care if he showed up on time. They didn't care if he didn't hand in his homework. They didn't care if he showed up or not. They didn't care. Then he can't be so, showed up like a half a thug with his pants down around his legs. No. And, you know, just uh, rolling around like, uh, you know, like a thug. I mean, they don't they It don't starts care. as simple as that. It starts as simple as that being, you know, being there on time, making sure you're dressed properly. If I was if I was the mayor and I had a magic wand, I would make it mandatory that all the kids have to wear uniforms. That's the first thing I would do, because Bingo. then you would equal the playing field. I would make sure all the kids have to be there on time. And you know what else is not fair? It's that the majority of kids want to learn. Majority of kids are such good kids, even though they come from broken homes. But then you've got a couple of those little thugs that are all messed up for whatever reason and they ruin it for everybody i'm not a mayor i'm not a cop but we should if they want crime to plummet you do what has been proven to work you prosecute those lower level crimes like fair evasion like drug dealing can you believe that we're not even prosecuting drug dealing anymore we're not we're not prosecuting prostitution anymore you uh you know that that's what you need to do you do mandatory jail sentences for people that are caught with illegal guns and you bring back stop question and frisk those are three proven deterrents that have worked that's why we saw under mayor rudy giuliani and bloomberg right now we have about three thousand people in rikers that seems like a people like well that's three thousand people that's not a lot when we have over eight and a half million people that live in new york city no, it should have, be a lot more. We used to have <laughs> closer to uh, 10,000 back in the day. Yeah. It is a joke. Hey, listen. And even 10,000 s- is not a lot if you look at it statistically compared to eight and a half million people that live in the city. And who cares about the the uh, abstract number? If they deserve to be in Rikers Island, they deserve to be in Rikers Dam Island. We've got to keep the citizenry safe. And we have to stop with this uh, soft bigotry of low expectations. We have to stop it. Let's treat everybody the same. They can perform. They can do it. You just you, you just lay down the gauntlet, and uh, it's tough love, and it'll work. In the long run, it will work because what we're doing now is absolutely abjectly failing. It's just terrible what's going on now. It is. And then just to give them, give these families or give the single moms or whomever more and more money from the government, it's just making them more reliant on the government. And it's kind of just lowering that level, how you said, of expectation. It's like an, another form of institutionalized slavery. We should be helping them, you know, break those boundaries and get out of those housing projects and not just say, okay, here's some money. You stay there. This is the best you can do. We should have more after school programs. I mean, it is just horrible. And I 
really hope Adams, you know, puts the action where his words are. Well, I mean, his- he was very passionate and crying, and he seemed like he was on the verge of tears when that first cop was killed on Friday night. I watched the press conference, and I was actually impressed by the way he spoke, but I hope it's not all an act. He's really – and Hochul, where has she been? Yeah. She has been completely She's silent. She's a loser. She's a loser. She Listen, is. The, the other She's hope- had too much Botox in her brain. <laughs> Uh, the other hope uh, is uh, the school's chancellor, Banks. That guy uh, gives me some optimism. So, uh, so let's take away uh, the silver lining here. Is you got Banks and you got Eric Adams, who said what he said in that clip. Let's take that away. In the meantime, Lydia Serrano, another great report. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. And uh, Bernie, we missed you. I know Sid misses you. We all miss you. Sid, Sid acts like he's a big, you know, tough guy, but he is just a big old baby. And he's he been really talking is. about you. He is. He's been, oh, my God. Right, Sid? Uh, no, it's true. I uh, I think Christine actually described me pretty well a couple of days ago that I am, I could be a tough guy, but for the most part, I'm a uh, just a hard guy. And I did, thank you for saying that, Lydia. I did no uh, bring up Bernie quite a bit uh, last week, uh, every day. And I did every miss day, him as day. much as the listeners did, in fact, more. So it's great to have everybody back uh, here today. So thank you, Lydia. You were great as always. Thank you. Thank you. So tonight, Cats at Night, 5 o'clock. You don't want to miss it. We'll have Bill O'Reilly. We are also going to have Joan Hamburg on with us. She's got some interesting information about arsenic or some some kind of poison toxicity in our spices. So any anyway, the 5 o'clock show, Cats at Night, everything you need to know. The truth and nothing but the truth will be on that show. Five o'clock, Cats at Night, John Katz Matidis. You don't want to miss it Monday through Friday. It is now, believe it or not, the number one show in the country at five o'clock, the number one radio show. So with, take a listen. Uh, a lot of thanks to you, Lydia Serrano.